it's your birthday. We gon' party like it's your birthday. We gon' sip a cardi like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give a fuck if that's your birthday. You can find me in the club, bottle full of bub. Mama, I got what you need. Hey, 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 what it do? Hey, what it do? Hey, it's a real one birthday. Hey, hey, it's a real one birthday. What you said? It's a real one birthday. Yes, sir. It's a real one birthday. Oh. What's going on, y'all? Happy Mike Carter birthday. I mean, welcome to the Rich Talk podcast, where talk is never cheap, always rich. I am your host, also the birthday boy, Mike Carter. This episode is dropping on my 40th birthday. Can y'all believe that? Today, I am 40 years old. Four zero. Lordy, lordy, look who's 40. That is me, Mike Carter. I am 40 years old, and I must say that I am so excited, so blessed. Uh, These 40 years have been amazing. I say all the time, and it's crazy that I used to think this, man, but when I was younger, when I was in high school, I didn't think I I would make it to 21. And it's the weirdest thing because it's not like I lived a fast lifestyle or a dangerous lifestyle that would give me cause to think that I wouldn't make it there, but I don't know. I just had a thought in my mind that I wouldn't get to see 21. And I guess, you know, in certain circumstances, your mindset is limited, your vision is blocked, and you just can't see yourself beyond a certain point. Well, I thank God for saving me and changing that part of me, that vision, uh, and allow me to see myself now at the age of 40 and I plan on living another 40 years and then another 40 after that because the Bible says we can live up to 120. So I'm, God said he's going to promise me long life and I received that long life in Jesus name. So happy birthday to myself. If you are listening to this podcast and you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, send your boy a birthday shout out. I'd appreciate it. Share this as a birthday gift. Uh, with with people on your timeline subscribe to the podcast if you have not yet subscribed to it um it would do me good on my birthday for you to become a subscriber give your boy a five-star rating you know all of that good stuff i don't know everything i need to know about podcasts but as i grow and learn i'm sure having five-star ratings bodes well for anybody who's doing a podcast so yeah y'all your boy is 40 years old can you believe that i am 40 years old Oh, and I feel so good, man. Now, physically, I be feeling like I uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm 40 sometimes. But mentally, emotionally, spiritually, I feel as young as ever. And 40 is still an extremely young age. I got my whole life ahead of me. I got so much more great things that I plan on doing. Uh, and I'm just getting started. So I'm excited. Uh, the anointing of God is upon my life in a way that excites me. Um, Lately, I have been really, really, really having tremendous devotion time with God, spending time in the Word, meditating the text, Um, just really digging into the Word uh, the way so many of us are getting away from because we're in a generation that, you know, just, I don't know, man, it's like the Word of God doesn't hold the same way it used to hold. Well, in my life, it does, and I've made it a point to go back to my beginnings up my walk with Christ and begin to really dig back in the scriptures and back in the text. I used to be a Bible book worm and just dig in the text, man, and meditate and study scriptures because I wanted to know things so bad. And 
at the time, my sense of urgency was because I was trying to overcome so many things, man, that had me feeling so defeated. And God brought me to that place. And I've kind of gotten on cruise control in life, but I don't want to stay on cruise control because God has brought me to a level of success. You know, I got a beautiful wife. I got a beautiful home, beautiful cars, you know, um, just just prospering, man. And my hunger is back. Um, it's never left, but it's back, if that makes sense. I want to know what the text say. I want to know what is in the scroll. I want to know what is in the infallible word of God. I want to hear the oracles of God, the mysteries and secrets of the kingdom. I long for the mysteries and secrets of the kingdom. I long for revelation, knowledge and new insights and illumination. Uh, I long for those types of things. Uh, the spiritual wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. I long for that. And so I've been going at it head first. You remember my mouth, yeah, 5150, whatever that means. I never knew what that means, but, uh, you know, that's how I feel about the, the word of God. So at the age of 40, that's where I am, man. I'm excited. I am just so blessed and I'm ready to go forth uh, doing all the things that I'm doing. I got so much I'm doing right now that's going to be coming later on. I'm not going to tell y'all what it is. You'll see. But uh, I got a lot that I'm doing. I'm just going to continue to pour out everything that God has put on the inside of me. My new philosophy is to die empty. I'm not going to hold anything in me that God has placed in me. I'm going to give it to the world in abundant amounts. So awesome, awesome, awesome. So my 40th birthday is today. The title of this episode is It's My Birthday with a colon. And the colon, following that colon, the subtitle is The Gift of Giving. Now, why would I talk about the gift of giving on my birthday? Well, because on your birthday, Christmas, you know, those times of years, people give you gifts or you give people gifts uh, at those times of the year. And the Lord began speaking to me about this particular podcast topic about two weeks ago, coming leading up to my birthday. He said, on your birthday, the episode on your birthday, because my birthday just happens to fall on the Wednesdays when I release these podcasts. He said, I want you to talk about the gift of giving. And the reason why God wanted me to talk about this is because not many people know that giving is a spiritual gift. And I'm going to prove to you today that not everybody has the gift of giving. Now, anybody can give. Anybody can sow. But not everybody has the gift of giving and not everybody is a sower. This is a spiritual gift that God has bestowed on certain people. And givers are people who make a living by giving. giving. Givers are people who find fulfillment and joy out of giving. Givers are people who become skilled and masterful at giving. Um, they, they, they find so much harmony in life and enjoyment and peace from blessing somebody. They get more excitement from sowing a seed than they do receiving a harvest. Uh, givers are people who are always looking to be a blessing. They're always looking and you really can't control it. It's like it's just, it's just something that doesn't leave you. Um, you give not because you want something in return. It's the giving that literally blesses you. You can't stop it. You, I'm gonna tell you one of the master ways you know that you're uh, you have the gift of giving. You've been giving for a long time, and you hadn't even received the kind of harvest that you know is coming, but you don't even care. You just keep giving. It ain't even about the harvest. It's about you 
being a blessing to someone else. That is a gift that not everyone has. And my wife and I are called to minister to givers. The Kingdom Billionaires Club vision is cultivating givers and developing billionaires. I know our club is not for everybody. Our club is for givers. We are called to minister to givers, people who are have the gift of giving. We're going to attract people like that. We already have been. We have a lot of givers in our club, and they give over and above um, to make sure that the club functions on the level we need it to function on. And I'm excited about that. That's actually how the, the, the vision came to fruition and we, we were able to streamline it because we began to see the vision in action. We began to see that we had entice, in, in, uh, entice not, I don't want to say the word entice, but we had magnetically attracted nothing but liberal givers. And I'm training them consistently to be even more liberal. Some of the things we talk about and some of the extremes we talk about in our giving, the average person would hear it and they wouldn't even be able to relate to it because they're just their hearts just aren't set to give on that level. Well, these people's are. And I'm going to show you why in the scripture. We're going the first scripture we're going to go to is Romans chapter 12 and I'm going to show you where the gift of giving is expressly mentioned by Paul in the book of Romans chapter 12. We're going to begin reading in verse three. I'm reading from the New King James Version. It says, for I say through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. So God said, don't have a big head. You should think you should think highly of yourself, but not more highly than you ought to think. There is a level of highness you should think about yourself but not too high, okay? Verse four says, for as we have many members in one body, this is important, but all the members do not have the same function. Okay, that's important. That's why we shouldn't get mad when certain people are passionate about things in the kingdom that we're not passionate about, or if somebody is not passionate about something in the kingdom that we're not passionate about. For instance, I am passionate about biblical wealth, riches, and increase. The next brother down the street may not be passionate about that, but he shouldn't be upset at me and I shouldn't be upset at him. We are all members in one body, but we do not have the same function. It's just like doctors. You have medical people in the medical field, but you have foot doctors, you have heart doctors, you have ear doctors, eye doctors, you know, they all have general knowledge of medicine. But they specialize in certain areas where the body of Christ is the same way. Okay. Verse five says, so we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Verse six, this is where the gift of giving is, is expressly spoken about in the Bible. He says, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. So everything that he mentions after that statement is a gift in the body of Christ. The first gift he says is, if prophecy, let us prophesy. That's the first gift, prophecy, in proportion to our faith. Verse 7, our ministry, let us use it in our ministering. So ministry is a gift, okay? He who teaches in teaching, that's a gift. That's one of the fivefold ministry gifts. I am a teacher. That's my fivefold ministry gift. I'm also a pastor, and sometimes I operate in the prophetic. But my main gift in the fivefold ministry is teaching, Okay? Number eight, verse eight, he who exhorts in exhortation. Some people have the gift of exhortation. Watch this, y'all. He who gives with liberality. 
Right there, Paul just let us know that giving is a gift and not everybody has it. But the person who does have it, let him minister it with liberality. He who leads with diligence, not everybody's gifted to be a leader. He who shows mercy with cheerfulness. So the gift of giving is expressly mentioned in Romans chapter 12 verses Well, you can read verse six through eight. And it will show you that the, there's, a, there's a gift that is called giving. Not everybody has this gift. You may be listening to this podcast right now, and I may be giving you a revelation of why it is that you love to give to people. Why it is that you are never concerned about what you receive back, but you always want to give. That you haven't received anything back from anybody, but you don't even care because you feel so good when you bless people. It's because you're a gifted giver. If you're not sure, if you're on, if you're not sure, if you're on the fence, ask God. God, have you given me the gift of giving? Trust me, you'll know. Those of you who have the gift of giving, and you're hearing me talking right now, I'm just spitting a lot of conversation to you, a lot of uh, confirmation to you. You know you have the gift. And what I'm talking about right now is confirming that for you. Okay? Now, you might be saying to yourself, well, Pastor, that don't necessarily mean that everybody don't have that gift. Okay. I think it does, but I'm going to show you in another scripture. The Bible says in, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. So we just saw Paul talking about that in Romans chapter 12 and verse 8. Now let's go to Isaiah. And I'm going to show you a scripture that God literally had to pull back the curtain and show this revelation to me in this particular scripture. Because I've never seen it before as many times as I have read this scripture. Okay. Isaiah chapter 55. Watch this, y'all. I'm going to start reading at verse 6. It's going to bless you so much. Isaiah 55 verse 6, it says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. God is setting the landscape right here. He's setting the scene. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. Watch this, y'all. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Verse 10 is where we're going to plant our flag. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud. Watch this. That it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Wow. Notice the distinction God made right there. He said, for as the rain comes down in verse 10 and the snow from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Now, I was meditating this text because God sent me there and I. I was trying to squeeze the juice out of it. And the Lord said to me, not everybody is a sower. And I saw it clear as day from this scripture. Some people are eaters. So that lets me know that not everybody has the gift of giving. Not everybody has the gift of sowing. Not everybody is a sower. Not everybody gives to make a living. Not everybody is about that life. Can I just be real with y'all? That's why so many people in the body of Christ fight the prosperity gospel because it's really rooted in you being a giver, an extravagant, lavish, abundant, overflowing giver. It's rooted in that. And many people don't want to do that. 
But those who have the gift of giving, the Bible says that the rain from heaven comes down. Now, he's likening this to his word. If you read verse 11, it says, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. He's saying that his word is going to be like that rain that comes down from heaven and uh, into the earth. And it causes the ground, uh, it waters the ground, causing the earth to bud and, and bring forth whatever is needed to provide seed to the sower and bread to the eater. He's saying his word that goes forth from his mouth, it will not return to him void, but it will accomplish what he pleases and it will prosper in the thing for which he sent it. But the distinction he's making in verse 10, he says that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So that means there's a sower and there's an eater. Some people are sowers. Some people are eaters. Some people aren't going to sow the way God wants them to sow. They're going to eat, right? They're going to eat their seed. But you know what? God still provides for them. Because this scripture says that the rain comes down, it waters the earth, and it brings makes it bring forth in bud that it would give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So God is providing for the sower and the eater, right? The difference is the sower, once God provides seed to the sower, the sower can then sow and get a multiplied harvest back that enables him to uh God to provide even more for him. Sowers are unlimited, eaters are limited, okay? So the point, the main point that we want to make today, though, is that not everybody is a sower. Some people are eaters. Not everybody has the gift of giving. Sowing is a very prestigious position in the, in the kingdom of God. Second Corinthians chapter nine and verse 10 says now, now he that ministers seed to the sower, both ministers bread for your food and multiplies the seed sown and he increases the fruits of your righteousness. So that's a total benefits package that God provides for the person who's a sower. God told me years ago that you have to qualify in the kingdom to become a sower by being obedient with the seed. That's not a position that God bestows upon everybody. Now, I, didn't, I got this from Revelation Knowledge. This is stuff that God has shared with me over the years from study. You have to qualify to be a bona fide sower. And you qualify by, the, by, by um. What's the word I want to use? Exhibiting that gift of giving. When God blesses you and gives you the gift of giving and you sow and you sow and you sow, then God puts you in a prestigious position. It's like your resume speaks for itself. And God said, you know what? I'm going to hire you as a sower, as a distribution center for the kingdom of God, as a kingdom financier. I'm going to hire you and I'm going to pay you handsomely for distributing my funds throughout the earth. Because contrary to popular belief, God needs a man to get his finances um, in the earth realm like he wants to get them. So giving is a gift. You may actually have the gift of giving. I encourage you to cultivate that gift. If you want to learn how to cultivate it, I encourage you to become a member of our Kingdom Billionaires Club. That is what we teach. We teach people how to cultivate that gift. I, am a, I have the gift of giving. I will give anybody whatever God tells me to give them. I love giving. Right now, I have, I've already begun to increase my portion in giving. God has given us a specific number. and We're going to be sowing that particular number uh, every time God tells us to give. And it's big money. We're not sowing small seed anymore. Now, we had to graduate here. We had to grow to this place. But God is not giving us uh, small money. Okay, now the Holy Spirit just dropped this in my spirit. I wasn't even planning on going here, but I'm, I'm going to follow. I'm going to follow the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit said, give him an example of somebody who does not who did not have the gift of giving. 
And that somebody was the rich young ruler. The rich young ruler, I'm, I'm, uh, let, me, let me go to that particular text. This is fresh from the throne of grace, so y'all got to bear with me and let me find it. Um, but you know the story of the rich young ruler. This was a young man who the Bible said he lived righteously all of his life. And he went to Jesus and asked him, you know, what do I need to do to become saved or, be, or to gain eternal life? So let me read the story to you. Um, hold on. Is this, is this the right one? Okay. Yeah, here it is. Okay. So in Matthew chapter 19, verses or 16, it says, now behold, one came and said to him, good teacher, what good things shall I do that I may have eternal life? So he said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good, good, but one that is God. But if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments. He said to him, which ones, Jesus? Which ones? Jesus said, you shall not commit murder, you should not commit adultery, you should not steal, you should not bear false witness. Honor your father and your mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, all these things I have kept from my youth, what do I still lack? Wow, what a question for somebody who's rich. What do I still lack? You can be rich financially and still be in lack. That's such a powerful revelation. Verse 21, Jesus said to him, if you want to be perfect, go sell what you have and give to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions. Let me tell you something. And I'm, I'm, I'm flowing with the Holy Spirit right now. That is probably 90% of the body of Christ. Get sad when someone tells them to give. Now, this brother came to Jesus and he said, what do I need to do to get eternal life? And Jesus told him. Go, take your possessions, sell what you have, and give to the poor. And then you'll have eternal life. Now, there's people who feel like you shouldn't tell somebody to do anything where giving is concerned when it comes to a spiritual principle that they're trying to access. There are some people who believe that if you tell somebody, or if you sow a seed, you should sow a seed for the healing of your child, that that's wrong. There are people who believe that. Well, Jesus just told him right here. He asked Jesus, how do I get eternal life? And Jesus said, sow a seed. That's how you get it, sow a seed. Sow that seed and follow me. And see, the people who feel that way are small-minded. They don't really understand the principle of sowing. They don't really understand what it is about sowing that God is really getting after. It's your heart he's getting after. That's why, he, that's why God will ask you for a seed in those moments. Because he's trying to see who really has your heart. Who do you really trust? That's why he told the rich young ruler to go give, because he understands that that money had his heart more than I do. And this brother wants eternal life. You can't have eternal life if money has you more than I have you. If you put your trust in money, you don't put your trust in Jesus. So when God tells you to go sow a seed for something outside of finances, it's not that somebody trying to get you to pay them for a blessing. It's because God understands the tug on your heart that that money has. So we always disputing things, but we, we need to see what the scripture said. This man came to Jesus and asked him about eternal life. And Jesus told him, sow a seed, brother. Sow a seed, come follow me, you're going to have eternal life. Now, if I was in church and I told somebody that, they would they would, they'd probably cuss me out. They'd get up and walk out of church. They would say, I'm a false prophet. But Jesus just did it. It's because Jesus understands the tug that money can have on your heart. 
the rich young ruler didn't have the gift of giving. So much so that he was rich. And that also dispels the myth that just because somebody has a lot means they'll give a lot. That couldn't be further from the truth. It couldn't be further from the truth. By the same token, it doesn't also necessarily mean that if somebody has a lot that they're stingy because, you know, the devil throws that out there, too, that all rich people are stingy. And he uses the rich young ruler to twist that scripture up and get that point across. But that's not the case. So this is simply an example of a man who was not who did not have the gift of giving and it became very difficult for him to give. This is what's happening in the body of Christ. So what God has to do is he the ones who he has given this gift to. He flows and uses them and their lives are blessed immensely for it. And people wonder why certain people are more blessed than others. It's because some people have the gift of giving and they operate in that gift. God will still take care of you as an eater. He's going to still take care of you. But the sower, the person who has the gift of giving is going to flourish on another level because when they sow, God multiplies that seed so they can produce more harvest. Those seed, those seed, when the seed is multiplied, each seed can produce. When you have 10 seeds, you can get a bigger harvest than when you have one seed. That's just how, that's just simple mathematics. So that's why God multiplies the seed that we sow. So if you have the gift of giving, you are in great company. I have the gift of giving. My wife has the gift of giving. We both. I, it amazed me that God brought me in a relationship in a marriage with a woman who loves to give as much as I do. And now, since we've been married, we just take it to another level. We just take it to another level. We try to touch every one of our friends with giving in a way they've never been touched before. I'm, to, I'm pretty sure if you talk to people we consider close friends, they'll all tell you, man, they some givers, man. They are so generous. And it's not even about that. But we, if you're close to us, if you connect to us, we done blessed you in some way, shape, form, or fashion. I guarantee you that. <laughs> all right. So the gift of giving, it's a gift, y'all. Not everybody has it. You are a special person. You are set apart. You are sanctified. You have a special gift if you are a giver, if you are a sower. And God wants to use you in that arena. And so you need to meditate the text. You need to realize that you are anointed for increase because God wants you to continue to give. And you, he wants you to continue to be a blessing to the masses. So that's it, y'all. I am done. It's my birthday. I'm going to celebrate. I know my wife is going to take good care of me today. I'm so excited. We are going to have a great, great, great time. I'm looking forward to it. Y'all might not see me that much uh, on Facebook or Instagram if you follow me or Twitter because I'm going to be getting my party on. You heard me? And don't worry about 50 Cent. I'm not going to be in the club. I just thought that song fit because it says, go shawty. It's your birthday. And I'm not partying. Like it's my birthday. I'm not drinking Picardi. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't doing all that other stuff he talking about. Y'all know that already, but I'm just going to throw that out there as a disclaimer. Okay. I love Jesus. Me and him going to party. Glory to God. All right, y'all. So your boy, Pastor Mike, I'm out. I am 40 years old. Say happy birthday to me, please. I'm, I, I like to tell everybody who wishes me a happy birthday, happy birthday. I don't know if I'm going to get to it tomorrow, but I like to. So hit me up on Facebook. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Instagram. Show you, throw, throw your boy a happy birthday. I love y'all so much. This has been the Rich Talk Podcast, where talk is never cheap, but always rich. Remember that you may have the gift of giving because it is a gift. Go look at those three texts that I share with you today. Meditate on those texts. Study those texts. Get them in your spirit and begin to walk and become a bona fide sore, uh, giving and lavishly and abundantly. I love y'all. Peace. And always remember, be rich.